Hello, soccer fans, and welcome to episode 11 of the EPL show on the Barnhart Sports Network. I am your host, as always, coming back from a one-week hiatus, Pete B., a.k.a. Bucky Chucky on DraftKings. And joining me, as always, he doesn't even need an intro anymore. But damn it, I'm going to give him one anyways. He is the prince of the pitch. He is Justin J. Bone Lon Carrick. Justin, what is happening, buddy? Hey, guys. Justin Lon Carrick here. We took the week off last week. Um, After two consecutive undefeated weeks, we uh, figured... Might have to give our winning ways a break just for a second. And we're back at it this week and strictly doing bets this one. Yeah, we're going to split the show up in half moving forward. We're going to record uh, the bets at the early part of the week. And then once salaries come out in the slates for DFS on DraftKings and or FanDuel, then we're going to put together another pod later in the week. And that'll probably come out, you know, but our later time around Friday or so. So, you know, pick your poison, whichever one you want. We got double the trouble and, uh, you know, we're ready to go right down to business here. So let's just kind of run through the games really quick. Let's just touch on all all the teams that are playing. This is match week 11. The first game is going to be on Friday afternoon between Southampton and Aston Villa. Then on Saturday, the early morning game, Man United taking on Man City. Big-time rivalry game there. Big-time implications. We'll be talking about that one shortly. Then we got Brentford taking on Norwich. Chelsea taking on the almighty Burnley, who came up with a win last week. How about it? Disgusting. Then there is Chelsea or uh, Crystal Palace Excuse me, taking on Wolves. The primetime game on Saturday is Brighton against Newcastle. And then we got four games on Sunday, three at the eight uh, central time spot, Arsenal and Watford, Everton and Spurs, Leeds and Leicester. And then wrapping up the last game on Sunday, West Ham taking on Liverpool, J-Bone, we got a big action of English football this weekend. Where are we going first? What's what's the one game, um, you know, first that's really on your radar here that you want to attack? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get right into it. So best bet number one, we're going to jump right into. We're doing the Saturday morning you mentioned, Man United versus Man City. I got, I got it here. We got, this is, this is an interesting one. Man United at home plus 370 on the money line. Man City on the road minus 140. The draw is plus 310. And I do want to pull up the over under two and a half. The over is juiced all the way up to minus 155. And three and a half over is plus 160. Perfect. With that said, it actually, the line's moving in the direction that we don't necessarily want here. I looked earlier today and Man City's money line was minus 130. Honestly, as we're recording it, just jumped up to minus 140. 
with that said, that is our, <laughs> one of our best bets and our first one we're going to mention. Man City money line on the road, minus 140, first best bet of the week, going against Manchester United. I was looking, historically, Man City has actually only won one out of the past five head-to-heads. Kind of crazy for a team that's been consistently finishing top three of the English table when Man United's really been struggling and quite frankly might lose their manager if they lose this match. So yeah, Man United's done well recently against Manchester City. I don't see that the case this time around. Man City early in the morning, I guess in England afternoon, they're going to be ready to go. They're they're going to look to get Man United's manager fired right then and there. And they would love to be the ones to do so. It's just part of the history books and get right on board with that. Uh, let's take a look here. So looking up some stats, United won this past weekend 3-0 against Tottenham. That was a very controversial match in terms of is Ole Gunnar Schalkskar, name might be butchered, getting fired if he wins or loses that match. He The team pulled through. The team, he they got the win 3-0. They did play in Champions League today, actually, today, Tuesday. And it was a 2-2 draw. Cristiano Ronaldo saved Manchester United, did score both goals. Uh, Manchester United, they've been trending in the right direction, at least these last two games. But overall, they've struggled this year. They, they're sitting fourth in the table, or fifth in the table, I'm sorry, not doing too well overall. Overall, at least compared to what their expectations were at the beginning of the year. Okay, um, uh, uh, I'm a, let me stop you. I got a, a couple of questions I want to ask you here. The, the the people are wondering here if Man U is not able to win this game, will the coach get fired? In your opinion, right away? I don't think so, unless it's something major like five nil, six nil, just a major defeat. I'd say no. Just be, the reason being is I think United does not want to give Man City that honor of saying, hey, we, we knocked out your coach. You're not good enough. Yeah, you know, you do raise some good points there. I think that's fair. Uh, Man U doesn't want to give uh, City the just the pleasure of knowing that they were the ones who, you know, officially eliminated the coaching staff. That remains to be seen how that will play out. My other question, though, and, you know, the people are wondering this. The last game for Man City, tough loss, 2-0 at home against Crystal Palace, who is ranked 13th in the table. Actually, they have not lost in their last five games. They have four draws and a win. Does that loss concern you uh, still picking Man City in this spot on the road at Old Trafford in a rivalry game? Yeah, that's a good question. I honestly lean towards saying no there either. No there as well. The reason being is, sure, it was a bad loss. Crystal Palace is not at the quality of Man City. However, they were bailed out and they were on the beneficiary end of a red card to Laporte, which was pretty devastating. City still had decent chances, decent possession against Palace. I, I I wouldn't look too much into that loss. I think that honestly, they may have been overlooked overlooking Crystal Palace. 
They have a Champions League match, I think, tomorrow, Wednesday. They have a big rivalry match, like you just said, Saturday morning. I I wouldn't look worry too much about the Crystal Palace match, but I do absolutely love Man City. Was minus 130, like we said earlier today, now minus 140. I would get on that line as soon as possible. Man City money line. It seems to be trending, and it's like the line's just jumping. You know, it always pains me to go against the Red Devils. Such a tough team, tough to root against them. But things just have not been looking too good. You know, they gotta, they gotta find. They need something, I think, drastic to happen again. You would think after getting Ronaldo, that would have been the drastic move. You know, to push them over the top. We're seeing that that's not actually making any waves in the table here as they're, you know, stuck in fifth. Yeah, kind of surprising. Um, they have some solid pieces. They have young players. They have a, they have a nice mixture on their squad. But, uh, yeah, can't put the can't get the right chemistry, can't get the right formations in order. One positive note against Manchester about Manchester United, I do want to mention Rafael Varane. They were able to play a 5 3 2 formation, they were able to sit back more defensively, and the, just the gaps defensively weren't there as much. Now, playing Man City is a different, it's, it's, it's a completely different task in terms of Man City's just going to dominate possession, they're going to dominate chances, but. Ferran's the type of leader that could really solidify the defense for Man United. So that's one positive note for Man United. Um, but I still think Man City's too much. All right. So the first best bet of the weekend, Man City on the road at United, minus 140 money line. Uh, let's move forward to the, the, the next one. J-Bone, best bet number two. What game are you highlighting this week? Sounds good to me. We're going to look at the, so we started with the Saturday morning, Man United, Man City. We're now going to take a quick peek at the Sunday afternoon, Sunday late morning in America, West Ham versus Liverpool. I love the under here. Normally two and a half is the, is the general line in terms of just the, there's just the over under for all matches. But rarely do you get over under under of two and a half at plus 145. And that's exactly what it is here. West Ham's at home against Liverpool under two and a half goals plus 145. That's going to be one of my best bets here. My second best bet of the weekend. Do you have the other odds by chance, Andy? For the rest of the games or just like the uh, uh, for, for that game. West Ham? I got it right here. Uh, we got West West Ham is plus 400 at home. Liverpool is minus 155 and the draw is plus 330. And I actually saw the total of two and a half. The, that under is actually plus 150 right now on DraftKings. Huh, even better. That's uh, I like it. I like it. So looking at the last looking historically, of course, guy, look how these teams have done head to head recently. The over has hit. The over has hit the past three head-to-head matches. Um, These two teams teams, can score goals. They can score some goals. Absolutely. And West Ham, normally, they are thought of to be more of a defensive side. 
not this year. They're scoring goals frequently. They're generating chances, opportunities, and converting, which is great to see, quite frankly. Both these teams are in the top four of the table, fourth and second, respectively. Liverpool, they here's one of the reasons why I love the under. Liverpool has only allowed three away goals in five matches. Normally, it's tough to play in away fixtures, even if it's still in England. That's tough. Going on the road anywhere is always tough in any sport, quite frankly. Three goal, three away goals in five matches, that's fairly impressive. On the other hand, West Ham has scored nine home goals in five matches. So they've been scoring goals quite frequently, but they're not going to have the possession. They're not going to generate the chances that they do against other squads when it's Liverpool they're going against. With that said, Liverpool, they, I, I think they've done very well defensively. Although Matip and Kanate and Van Dyke, they're, they're in a rotation, Van Dyke being the centerpiece. They've done very well defensively, and they seem to be on the right track. Salah's just a goal-scoring machine. He, he scored, I think, 10 goals so far, 10 in 10 matches. Is that right? Let's pull it up here. Yeah, 10 goals and 6 assists in 10 matches. Absolutely Jeez, insane wow. for Salah. I mean, honestly, he could hit the over himself here, but I, I don't see it that way. I see it. West Ham's going to sit back and defend. They're going to let Trent Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, cross the ball in from the wings quite frequently and they're just going to they're just going to use their big center backs um Dawson Ogbonna could even see Diop he just to clear balls out of the back yeah it'll be it'll be a very interesting match to watch and like Pete said the over the under two and a half is plus 150 right now might be a great opportunity to jump on it at plus money line yeah, it seems like the way that this is trending with this being so early in the week, there could be a chance that by, you know, game time, this is moved up to, you know, a three and a half. And then, you know, the juice is going to be on the under there. So, uh, you know, definitely an interesting spot. Uh, interesting to note of both of these teams in each of their last five games. So 10 games total, only two times has there been under two and a half goals and they were both one nothing wins by West Ham. So all of Liverpool's last five games have gone over three of West Ham's last five have gone over. So things really aren't trending. Uh, you know, the statistics don't necessarily say that this is a, you know, a great bet here, but to get plus one fifty. Basically, I can see the way that the, you're attacking this. You think that there's going to be a lot of action. It's going to be, you know, pretty up and down. Crosses are going to be flying in. But ultimately, Liverpool is just going to be a little bit too tough for West Ham to deal with. West Ham is going to struggle to score here. And you think that it's going to be a one nothing, 2 nothing Liverpool victory. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree. I, uh, yeah, right on, right on. I think, uh, West Ham's going to sit back too much and it's going to haunt them. Unfortunately. Well, that will be awesome to witness. Uh, you know, some great, great games this weekend. Uh, just to recap the two best bets, 
for Man City, Moneyline, minus 140 at Old Trafford. And then the under of two and a half of Liverpool at West Ham in the last game on Sunday. J-Bone, that's it for the bets. We're going to be back later this week, and we're going to be talking some DFS uh, for the main slate at all the positions and whatnot. You got anything else for the people? No, just want to keep this short and sweet. Two best bets this one. What, Like you said, we'll come back with uh, DFS suggestions on the next pod, and stay tuned. I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for your time. Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening, for J-Bone, IMPB, for all the work that everyone does to support us, including my lovely wife, who is always listening and editing for us. You're phenomenal. We thank you all for listening, and good luck in all of your action. Thanks, guys.